Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of The Rob Carson Show, 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. If you would like to uh, talk about any of the things we were talking about, as uh, usual, things change with the progress of the show, and uh, we are just now getting word that uh, Trump says he's received a target letter from special counsel Jack Smith in the January the 6th probe. Former President Trump said Tuesday he's been notified he's a target of an investigation by a Washington-based grand jury examining January the 6th riot, which was not a riot, in efforts to overturn the 2022 election or 2020 election. Deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a letter again Sunday night stating that I am the target of the January the 6th grand jury investigation, giving me four days to report to the grand jury, which almost means an arrest and indictment. I'm going to tell you what, Jack Smith, you jackass. Are you trying to start a war? Two indictments of a man who's no longer president, two indictments of an ex-president that has never happened before. There was only one indictment. It was a a minor infraction, Ulysses S. Grant. But this is the third time. And I'm telling you, we're getting right there. We are sick of this nonsense. We, hmm, the only thing we have right now is the vote. And we thought we had maybe the legal system to help us out. Maybe people in the legal system were above politics. But we're finding out that the FBI, DOJ, courts across the country are purely political. And they're going to try this crap again. Guys, they're poking us. This is what this is all about. They do want Donald Trump not to be the candidate, of course. But they're trying to start something. Keep your powder dry. They want to fight. They want to, they want to say that we are starting something. We are starting a violent whatever. They've already said Joe Biden stood in front of the of Independence Hall last year and said that we were violent, MAGA extremists, enemies of democracy. Uh, the, they, he weaponized the federal government against us with social media. They're trying to start something, guys. But we're only going to be pushed so far. And I'm going to tell you, I spoke to a lot of those people. And, and I have for months now with regard to the direction of the country under Joe Biden and the continued persecution, uh, persecution of Donald Trump and his supporters. 
and this is going to result in, uh, well, Donald Trump being elected, for sure. But they're going to try everything, and and I would venture to say, I would say, I would say they will try. The Democrat Party will try everything shy of a civil war to keep Donald Trump from uh, being in the office. And now I venture to say that they would be completely down with some sort of a a flare that they could say was the start of a civil war, so they can use whatever means necessary to shut down physically if necessary, and using law enforcement supporters of. Donald Trump and his movement. But this is a fire that's not going to be put out. This is not a fire. This is a fire they will not be able to put out. This is Donald Trump at TPUSA this week and talking about the federal government and the election of 2024. This is election interference. It's indicting people, making people go through hell, uh, destroying their families, doing things that nobody ever thought was possible. And this is how they've This is really how low they've fallen. This is an attempt to win the 2024 election. And so far, and I hope it continues, but so far it's had the opposite effect. I mean, it's really lifted us to new heights because people know it's all bullshit. Okay, they know it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you that uh, uh, I didn't bleep that because Donald Trump said it. And I think we're adults enough that we can handle that word. So, okay, there you go. And I'm just going to warn you right now that somebody else said it, and uh, she found out about this indictment. That is Marjorie Taylor Greene. So, warning, if you can't handle the BS word, uh, you know, here she is. President Trump says he received a letter from Jack Smith saying he's a target of a grand jury investigation on January 6th. Do you have a reaction to that? Yeah, it's absolutely That's my reaction. Um, this is the only way that the Democrats have to beat President Trump is to arrest him, smear him, charge him with ridiculous charges, all in a cover-up of Joe Biden's crimes, Hunter Biden's crimes. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, you know what? Isn't it funny? Here we got another indictment. The same week that tomorrow two IRS whistleblowers are testifying before Congress about Biden malfeasance, about 20 shell companies, tens of millions of dollars from our enemies. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. We are on to it. And they're going to try indictment after indictment after indictment. And I'm going to tell you, we're just done with it. The American people don't want their ability to choose their leader taken away. We don't want our freedom of speech and association and religion taken away. We certainly don't want our Second Amendment taken away. The left is doing all of those things. Jim Comer says that the FBI tipped off Hunter Biden to an interview confirming IRS whistleblowers, okay? So uh, the FBI tipped off Hunter Biden in the Bureau's criminal probe of him, told a former FBI supervisory special agent to stand by and not approach him. So our DOJ, without a doubt, our DOJ, under Merrick Garland and Chris Ray is a political machine. They are the Stasi. They are the Stasi. That's what they are. So is our IRS. This is why Joe Biden wants 87,000 more IRS agents with the ability to carry weapons. Do you not understand? Do you not understand what is at stake here? January the 6th was a BS from the get-go. 
They played it up like it was the worst thing in history. They played it up the day after, even though, the day, literally, the day after January the 6th, I said January the 7th, I said, this is a Reichstag moment. This is a setup. It's easy to figure out. Because they said that $100 million damage was done to the Capitol the next day, and yet they were able to, able to open up the legislature and, and, and uh, confirm the vote, which was a lie, and there was no damage to the interior of the Capitol. And then they said it was the worst attack on the U.S. since 9-11. And to which I said on January the 7th, really, where are the 350 firefighters and first responders who were crushed to death when the Capitol collapsed? Or the 300 members of Congress and whatnot who jumped from the windows in the burning building to their death like they did on 9-11? It's all been a shakedown. It's all been a bunch of crap. It's been all about preventing people from knowing the truth about what happened and how the government was involved in the election of 2020. Don't believe me? How about cracking open uh, a newspaper or a congressional report that shows exactly that without a doubt? How about that? I tell you what, none of this, this, this is a Maoist cultural revolution, and nothing like this has been tried with the First Amendment backed up by the Second Amendment. And I hope to hell that we are able to turn this nonsense around. This is uh, John Solomon, outstanding journalist, talking about uh, the hearings on Capitol Hill tomorrow, which kind of can coincide with this new letter from Jack Smith about January the 6th indictment of Donald Trump. Here he is talking about the IRS whistleblowers who will appear before Congress tomorrow. Well, before Devin Archer testifies next week, if that stays on course, uh, this week... Yeah, Devin Archer, former business associate of Hunter Biden, testifies next week. So this is Jack Smith attempting to distract from that. This is the left and the DOJ attempting to distract from these two weeks. Wednesday, the IRS whistleblowers are going to testify in public for the first time before James Comer's committee. The House Ways and oh. Means Committee chairman uh, uh, Smith is going to attend that meeting. So it's kind of a joint investigation Americans are going to see both men. They're going to get to learn the second agent's identity. His name has been withheld from the public at this point. They're going to get to see them testified in advance of that. And I have confirmed from multiple sources that uh, an FBI agent who worked with the IRS huh. team yes. has come forward and is now cooperating with Congress and can corroborate large parts of the IRS agents' uh, stories about what went on with U.S. Attorney Weiss. That's a major breakthrough. Now you got two different agencies, yeah. two different types of whistleblowers coming forward, providing a singular portrait of what went on in the Justice Department. Big explosive revelations ahead, I think, in the next uh, 48 hours. Well, so. yeah, and that's why the, uh, the new uh, investigation from Jack Smith, who is a corrupt... Stalinist. The former FBI agent told the committee that the FBI officials in December 2020 tipped off both Secret Service and Biden transition team about a scheduled interview about its criminal investigation into Hunter Biden. On the day of the Hunter Biden interview, federal agents were told to stand by and could not approach Hunter Biden. They had to wait for his call. Guess what? He never called. I know, don't you hate it, girls, when he never calls? Oh, my God, seriously. This is Jim Comer last night talking to Eric Bowling on Newsmax. And let's try that again. Is, is remembering that he spent over two years citing the Steele dossier, which we now know was complete fake, complete bogus, completely made up. Now, what I've been doing since I've been chairman of the committee is, is presenting facts Bank statements, bank records, yeah, there's that. facts, hard evidence, and the fact that now MSNBC is trying to attack me because yeah. I want to speak with Gal Luft, 
who's been indicted for taking money from China is amazing because he took money from the same company that not only Hunter Biden got paid millions of dollars from, but the same company that Hunter Biden sent in an email that he wanted his dad to have keys because they were going to share office space with CES. Yeah, and everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. And it's just, it's an attempt to distract, but it's also an attempt to foment some sort of discord. That's what this administration has been since day one. They've declared war on half of the country. They've declared war on the president, who should be the president now. It is, uh, honestly, it is uh, as bad as I could ever have imagined it in this country. I really, really... Really. Uh, here's Eric Bowling asking uh, uh, Jim Comer if anybody's going to be perp-walked. If, if, uh, if Hunter Biden will be perp-walked since uh, so much is being uncovered about all the money that they got from our enemies. Are we going to see a perp-walk? Are we going to see a link? I think so. You know, it's, uh, it's very difficult. You look at what that Form 1023 said by the uh, person who allegedly bribed Joe Biden. He said, investigators, it would take 10 years for them to find how we hid the money through the various banks. So they set this up to be complicated. They set this up to where investigators couldn't find it. But I think we found a lot in five months, and I think we're going to have Wednesday mm. with the IRS. Hence the new uh, hints of an indictment by uh, Smith. It, it honestly, uh, ridiculous, ridiculous. And then, of course, the FBI tipped off Biden to help Hunter evade punishment from a criminal investigation of his finances. Even uh, even told him, hey, man, we're going to we're going to search your uh, storage shed on your property. Well, you better clear it out. You know, FBI agent who investigated Hunter's Biden IRS uh, confirms IRS whistleblowers allegations is in sickening testimony, revealing the links to which the DOJ is willing to cover up for the Bidens. And Jack Smith comes up with another indictment. Isn't that just remarkable? The House Oversight Committee on Monday night said they had spoken to an FBI agent who confirmed some claims made by an IRS whistleblower. Gary Shapley said while uh, he believed the Justice Department gave Hunter Biden special treatment while investigating tax and gun accusations, the FBI agent's testimony was, quote, sickening, the committee said, and reveals the links to which the DOJ is willing to go to cover up for the Bidens, i.e. another indictment for January the 6th, a third indictment of a president who is no longer in office for the third time in recorded history they're doing it again and it should say everything you need to know about how filthy rotten corrupt marxist maoist our federal government has become let's take a break kathy you hold on you'll be next 800-922-6680 this is the rob carson show what part of abuses and usurpations do you not understand? It's the Rob Carson Show. This is some of my new bumper music. This is Coulter Wall. He's like a 28-year-old 20, uh, guy, and he is Johnny Cash's ghost. Coulter Wall. And if you want to know, uh, Sleeping on the Blacktop is the name of the song, so... It's one of the many songs that I discovered when I drove back home, saw where I grew up and how uh, the standard of living has dropped so precipitously with Joe Biden as the president. Um, Dan Bongino is a friend of mine. I, um, yeah, I'm name dropping. What the hell. I know, Jay, I know Dan Bongino. I was the first guy in, uh, in D.C. to have him on the radio 
when I was uh, doing uh, weekends on WMAL and uh, being a music jock on Mix 107.3, everybody. And, and I had Dan on, and Dan is, uh, I mean, a phenom, a phenom. And I'm glad he lost each of the congressional races that he ran for. He, he ran three times, once in, Mar- twi- once in Maryland, I think twice in Florida or vice versa. Lost, and it's a, it's a benefit that he's doing this instead of being in office. Here's what he had to say about uh, the uh, Secret Service closing the cocaine case in, uh, in the White House. Of course, we all know that the most obvious uh, answer for cocaine being found in the White House for the first time in history is to maybe find a line, a line, <laughs> a line, a line to the first son who is a uh, renowned cocaine abuser and addict who has been uh, abusing cocaine to the point that he got kicked out of the military and lied on a federal gun purchase form. Here is Dan Bongino talking about what he's hearing from ex-members of the Secret Service. And one more thing. A lot of my uh, former colleagues in the Secret Service who retired, they are absolutely furious about this. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I tell you I got 50 emails, communications, texts from people. This is embarrassing, humiliating. These are good guys, man. Guys who Yeah, and the latest iteration of the Secret Service is destroying the reputation that those retired people built up. Work for Obama and Bush, you know, the nonpartisan guys, most of them aren't even political. This is embarrassing. They know exactly who it was. Wow. So, do these people want it to come out that it was probably Hunter Biden? Well, you know, is it the question is, is it Hunter or one of his friends? No. But like, here's the thing. So I'm in the Secret Service 12 years, you know, a good amount of time. We never had this problem. Yeah. So nobody by Occam's razor, right? The process of deduction, keep things simple, keep it simple, stupid. Occam's razor. Yep. You got this guy. We never found coke in there before. You got a dude who's doing coke on tape. Who's got a reputation of being a cokehead? He's living in a White House. He's there on Friday. The, 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 the coke's found on Sunday, and everybody's like, "Gosh, who could it be?" I mean, this is like that. It reminds me of that John Stewart bit with the COVID lab with Stephen Colbert. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what could have done it. Your card says the Wuhan coronavirus lab. Like, who could have done it? Yeah, you know what? And uh, the reason why we think that Hunter Biden brought the cocaine is because we're not stupid. Let's go to James in Albuquerque, the home of KDAZ 96.9 FM and 700 AM, the voice of this radio station in Albuquerque. James, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, you know, the, the spineless Republicans have been in there, and I know there's probably only like five conservatives in the Republican house. You know, the yeah. rest are all idiots. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, Gomer Pyle, you know, Representative Gomer Pyle and the featherweight champion uh, Jim Jordan, the wrestler, uh, they said, oh, well, if you elect us and we get control of the House, one good thing we do have is control of the purse strings. We could cut off money everywhere. And they've done absolutely zero. We're sending Pretty money much. to Now we're sending more money to Ukraine. It's unbelievable. These spineless Republicans... They're the ones to blame. All they are are big talking heads, and that's it. We're sick of it. I agree, brother. I couldn't agree with you more, James. Um, and what do you think about this latest uh, indictment by Jack Smith of Donald Trump? Oh, they're not going to stop on Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, you know, Fox News, and you got all these other idiot talking heads. Oh, he's afraid to go debate on Fox. No, he's not. Are you kidding me? No. Let's see you stand up against all what he's taking right now. Exactly. Donald Trump is the leader of the Republican Party. 
We are not going to, regardless of what they throw at him, we are not going to back down. We are going to support him all the way till 2025. All right, James, thank you. And by the way, if they attempt to arrest Donald Trump, there will be a million people surrounding the, uh, the building. Because honestly, we're just tired of the bull crap. Tired of the double standard. You live in by a higher standard in Washington, D.C. Uh, you, you're eating foie gras. You're hanging out. We're, we're you know, people are, are suffering out here with, with grocery prices through the ceiling, working two jobs to make ends meet. And now we've got a dual system of justice that sent thousands of people to jail for cocaine or crack use, illegal handgun ownership. And the first son, Percy Biden, gets off scot-free. I got to tell you guys. You're reaching the point of no return with regard to pissing off patriotic Americans in this country, and we aren't going to take it. Kathy from Woodlawn, you're up next, and then Chris Salcedo on Sound of Freedom. Fascinating monologue coming up. If you're looking for a woke take on current events, just go back to sleep, because you're not getting it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Coming up next hour, we're going to be talking to Representative Tim Burkett. From Tennessee, member of the House Oversight Committee, talking about uh, cocaine in the White House, among other things. Also, uh, Jack Smith apparently ready to indict Donald Trump one more time, three times since he left the presidency, first time in history, because our DOJ and our deep state is so profoundly corrupt that the entire government, uh, the entire government, like the, uh, you know, I've been using the French Revolution. They are the bourgeois. We are the proletariat. We eat the crumbs. They enjoy the foie gras. And uh, and we've got a Bastille in Washington, D.C., where people have not been. There are people in the Bastille from January the 6th who 900 days later haven't had a trial. This is not going to end well for the people in power. I'm, gonna t- I'm just telling you, look at history as a gauge. It's not going to end well for the people in, in power. And I would predict there will be beheadings of federal agencies, not of people. Don't get me wrong. But these agencies, the FBI, the DOJ, the CDC, the HHS, the DHS, the IRS, all need serious, serious uh, they need the heads of those agencies cut right off. It's getting to be a little bit ridiculous, and America knows it. Jim Gossett knows it. Here's a, a new update about Jack Smith. Indicting Trump for no good reason. Jack Smith should be charged with treason. The DOJ should force Jack to resign. And Joe Biden, where's that impeachment going, Republicans? For crossing the line, crossing the line, line. Jack Smith's causing great division, trying to put Trump in prison. Ain't gonna work. But Sleepy Joe don't even face a fine. I'm gonna do the low part here. That's me. For crossing the line, crossing the line, line. Crossing the line, crossing the line, line. I know, pretty good, right? I'm a base. Joe took more documents on him. He didn't even lock the door, but he doesn't FaceTime. You know why? Crossing the line, crossing the line, line. Crossing the line, crossing the line, line. (coughs) Sorry, a little rough going that low here. Uh, Let's go to uh, Kathy and Woodlawn. Hello there, Kathy, and welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Hi. Well, so you were talking about uh, J6 earlier, and um, my daughter and I um, went down that day, and we 
you know, wanted to support Trump because I worked the election, so I saw all the irregularities. <laughs> but um, it was inter- two interesting things. One, there was a guy that was standing behind us, kind of all by himself, really. Everybody else was kind of in groups. And just out of the blue, he shouted, burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at him and shushed him, and nobody else responded. So I just wanted to say the crowd was peaceful, as you know. Yeah. But I don't know who that was or what he was trying to stir up. Kathy, uh, Kathy, the uh, the Trump supporters for the last uh, the, the five years before January the sixth never committed an act of violence at a Trump rally. Uh, what happened was uh, Antifa would go to their rally, stand in line, and start things, and that's exactly what they did. Except for I believe they were actively recruited to uh, to be in the crowd on the January the sixth. Go ahead. No doubt. The other thing is that talking about recruiting the night before. So we hadn't told anybody we were going, like we hadn't signed up with any, you know, organization or anything. But the night before, we got this cryptic phone call on our house phone, and it said we're supposed to meet at the Capitol at 7 a.m., and it was just really weird. And so there was one other guy from our church that went, and I asked, I actually asked his wife, and she said, yeah, I got that phone call, too. So it's just like, who was monitoring us? Who was surveilling us, and why? And for what purpose? You know, was it, it do, do, you, do you have a way to get your phone record from the uh, the fifth? I'd like to know how to do that, and if it's well, not too late. Because who's your provider? Who's your provider? Uh, Comcast. I would get in touch with whoever your phone provider is and find and find your records for f- incoming calls on those days. You, you probably, I'm sure they're going to do their level best to have uh, used a caller ID or encrypted something or other. But it's worth investigating okay. if you say that you got a phone call. It doesn't surprise Kathy. Dear God, everything that they've said, everything that they said uh, when we disagreed with them, they called us misinformation and disinformation. And all the things that they called disinformation and misinformation have proven to be true. Don't you suppose that their lies about January the 6th will be the next? Yep, I know. All right. One weird thing, though, my husband had, you know, because of Antifa being in Trump rallies, he had contacted all of our our senators and our representatives and said, you know, what are you going to do to protect the rally uh, attenders, attendees, and so I don't know if that maybe had anything to do with now, Kathy, did you, did you go to the Capitol after the speech? We did not because, thankfully, okay. it was too cold, and we went home, and when we got to the park and ride where we had parked, we heard it on the news. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, Kathy, I appreciate the phone call. Let's go to let's go to Bob in Savannah, Georgia. Lovely, lovely town. Bob, what's on your mind today, man? Hey, how you doing, Rob? And thank Glorious. you for taking my call. I just want to oh, yeah. thank you for encouraging us to stay strong out here. I have been very down and somewhat hopeless at times. The Never ex- give up. Uh, absolutely. Ex-FBI uh, agent whistleblower gave me a thread of, of some strengthening hope that, I'm going to use a word here, counterinsurgency has begun within the deep state. And I mean that in the legal peaceful, truthful way gotcha. that, a, that a counterinsurgency can eliminate these folks that are inside the deep state that are doing so much damage to us. And it's yeah. the first time I've felt that. It's just a feeling, Rob. I don't have any much more proof of that. It's just a feeling. That, like, Because think about people in the deep state. They see this FBI agent step up, 
Next thing, you're going to have more people that are actually actively in the deep state that will step up. I think that's where we're headed to. Well, Bob, maybe that's where the revolution needs to happen because it's very clear that the FBI, the DOJ, they've been weaponized. And you would think that a good share of the people in those agencies are so proud of the work that they have that it would usurp their fear of losing their jobs. And listen, I know what that's like. You're God in heaven. Guys, uh, in my career, 30 years of broadcasting, I've been unemployed about six of them. And it's terrible. But I'm telling you guys, uh, once you go down this road, once you bed down with Marxists, you're a part of it. And there's going to be no coming back unless you speak up. And even though the FBI is going after whistleblowers, which you're not supposed to, realize that the cavalry's coming, okay? So speak up. Save your agency. Save save the Secret Service, for God's sake. Go ahead. And, and Rob, you always say we outnumber them, and you are correct. Yes. 100%, my friend. 100%. Bob, I appreciate the call, bro. Have a good one. You know, guys, you just got to you got to fight, you know. That's it. It's there's uh, you listen. <laughs> we have had existential threats in our country before, civil war, war of 1812, war of uh, World War II, World War 1, I, I guess. <sighs> and we we came back and right now we're in the middle. We're in the middle of another war. They've just done it in the way that Stalin and Mao did it. But Stalin and Mao never had a First and Second Amendment. And a lot of other countries have had similar legislation. But none have been able to withstand a deep state behaving like the deep state does, like Marxists and Maoists do. We can't. (laughs) We can't let this continue. We cannot let the country become what the left wants the country to become because it will extinguish the the light of freedom around the world and i'm not meaning to be pejorative at all the united states is the only reason the world is the way that it is today as far as technology and knowledge and exponential growth of of uh, knowledge of space travel and computation and life-saving uh you know whatever travel i can go on and on and on and music and everything exists because the United States came around. Uh, London was around a thousand years before the United States was founded, and they were still crapping in the street. All right? So they had all the resources, all the wherewithal, all the, you know, whatever. There was a time they thought that, you know, uh, people who believed that the sun was the center of our solar system would go to jail. But <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Do you hear the people saying? I do. And uh, the people are starting to sing even more. And I hope, I really do hope, Bob, in uh, in, uh, Savannah, that the revolution comes within these agencies because they're destroying the reputation of your agencies. They're destroying the hard work that you've done, and they're they're betting down with evil. Do you want to be a part of it? Do you want to be a part of a DOJ that goes after people for politics and not for the crimes that they've committed and make their politics the crime? That's what they did in the Soviet Union. That's what they do in North Korea. That's what they do in Cuba, where they have 90 political prisons for a population the size of Cuba. And for some reason, and I can only believe that it is... uh, pretty damned evil the left hates sound of freedom 
It is an anti-child trafficking drama starring Jim Caviezel. I saw it. It's amazing. It is based on a true story of a man named Tim Ballard who quit his job at the DHS because at the DHS he was investigating child sex crimes and getting the pedophiles but not saving the kids. And so he was in Columbia. He he, he uh, saw that a hundred and, you know, he, he set up a sting and he, he got 120 children freed from a life of sex trafficking and the left hates it and hates it. Here is my buddy Chris Salcedo talking about why the left is doing this and then testimony last week from a lady, uh, I, I'm drawing a blank on her name, Rodas, who talked about what's going on in our country and around the world. Former ABC News anchor Amy Warbach was caught on tape lamenting how she had everything on the Epstein story three years before it was busted wide open. She had Bill Clinton, she had everything she needed. But ABC spiked the story. Why? Epstein, the world's most prolific child predator, was a big Democrat donor. Fast forward to Joe Biden, a man who has numerous photos and videos showing inappropriate touching of females and children, and his open border Democrat policies. Policies that have led to this. I thought I was going to help place children in loving homes. Instead, I discovered that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated... This is Tara Lee Rodas. She is an HHS whistleblower who came forward about a month ago to talk about this before Congress. ...network that begins with recruiting in home country, smuggling to the U.S. border, and ends when ORR delivers a child to a sponsor. Some sponsors are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations. Some sponsors view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. It could be argued that the United States government has become the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion-dollar child trafficking operation. And the number one destination for child sex traffickers is the United States. As I said the other day, the world's appetite for pedophilia is very strong. We cannot sate that hunger. We can only destroy the hungry. But here's what the media is saying about this movie, about child sex trafficking and freeing 120 kids. And The Sound of Freedom does focus on a real issue of sex trafficking. Uh, but that theme, it, it's sort of like that kernel of truth that feeds the QAnon conspiracy theory. Uh, tell us how those two things work together. Is 85,000 kids since Joe Biden took office being sex trafficked in the United States? Is that a kernel? In terms of child trafficking, we know trafficking is real. We know it has real victims. No one is denying that. But these films are created out of moral panics. They're created out of bogus statistics. They're created out of fear. And with something like Sound of Freedom, it specifically is looking at QAnon concepts of these... Really? What the hell is QAnon? Do you know anybody in QAnon? I'm a conservative. I don't know anybody in QAnon. I don't know what the hell QAnon is. It's bullcrap, guys. 
And and this is kind of strange because, and I don't know if this is actually happening, but people are recording issues with theaters when they go to see this movie. Would I put it to past the left to try to clear out theaters and make sure the movie wasn't being seen? Of course I would. Excuse me. This horrible smell. It smelled almost like an electrical fire. We're getting refunds for the sound of freedom because apparently the water pressure and the bathrooms aren't working here. It's kind of weird. That happened in Atlanta with uh, the vote counting during the 2020 election. So no one can watch. He literally had the lights on. They kept the lights on the entire movie. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Should be back up in about, I would say, about five minutes, okay? And they turned the movie off. Just to let you guys know again, it is going to get hot. Yeah, yeah, it, it's gets kind of weird, isn't it? They're shutting down theaters, having problems, uh, lights staying on. All is is it a coincidence? Or are they just people paying attention to that? That happens in theaters, or are they actually doing it in theaters that show that movie? Who knows? Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. His pronouns are he and man. His adjectives are awesome and excellent. And his interjections are hell and yeah. It's the Rob Carson Show. The left really doesn't want you to see a movie about child sex trafficking ring being broken up by uh, Tim Ballard, a former DHS official. They have a real problem with it. I wonder why that is. I mean, considering the left uh, also has ushered in the sex and sexuality of our children, pornographic books into children's libraries, convincing children they could uh, change sexes and put them on uh, puberty blockers and hormones and uh, mutilate them sexually. Really serious? Yeah. That's why. I'll tell you what. Of all the things that Democrats could bed down with, you, you know that your party is just evil <laughs> when they defend child sex trafficking and mutilating of children. I mean, I, honestly, there's no debate about it. History is going to wake up, and even the states that allow this horror to happen, there's going to be hell to pay. This is Amy Rohrbach the other day. Uh, Rohrbach. Uh, no, this is actually a couple years ago. She actually was doing a report on child sex trafficking, the deep state, uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein a couple years ago, and uh, she was shut down. This is a liberal ABC anchor. Uh, Chris Salcedo had mentioned this in a soundbite just a couple minutes ago about the movie Sound of Freedom. Here is Amy Rohrbach. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will that we that also quashed the story. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. Clinton. Huh. Didn't he fly on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane about 26 times? I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail and now it's all coming out and it's like these new revelations and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my God, we, it was, um, what, what we had was unreal. Wow, that's kind of interesting. 
Barack Obama wrote a letter defending uh, LGBTQ plus books in children's schools and public libraries. It's no coincidence that these banned books are often written by or feature people of color, indigenous people, and members of the LGBTQIA plus community. The, though there have been unfortunate instances in which books by conservative authors or books containing triggering words or scenes have been targets for removal, either way, the impulse seems to be silence rather to engage, rebut, learn from, or seek to understand views that don't fit our own. You know, like pedophilia, I guess, right? And then there's the, uh, the uh, author of Bloomberg Saturday Smear on the massively successful anti-child trafficking film Sound of Freedom was penned by a radical LGBTQ activist who has argued in favor of destigmatizing pedophilia. Yeah, his name is Noah Berlatsky. Apparently, he was really down with it. I'll get to more of this uh, in a bit. Uh, and also, uh, on the way, John Kirby says the military is open to all sorts of wokeness, and he's fine with it. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. And on the World Wide Web, this is The Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show. Uh, last hour of the show, 800-922-6680. Donald Trump got a letter from Jack Smith saying he's the target of yet another indictment. This as whistleblowers, two whistleblowers, IRS, are scheduled to testify tomorrow about Hunter and Joe Biden's criminal activity and next week one of his business partners. You think that's going to work, Jackie boy? I don't think it's going to work, Jackie boy. I think you're going to get yourself in a lot of hot water. People are, i got to tell you, <laughs> whether it's where, where I live and, you know, and then with you guys, when you call, people are on a hair's trigger. They're pissed. They're just done with this nonsense. They're done with the lies, the BS, the lying, the, the, the abuses, the usurpations of southern border, uh, the, the restriction on free speech, the COVID malfeasance and nonsense that drove millions into bankruptcy, uh, the ruination of our children with COVID mandates are unnecessary. I can go on and on. People are done with this federal government, with this deep state. They're not through with the country as founded. They're sick of the detour that the left has taken us down. By the way, uh, Donald Trump is fighting back, and he is urging you to get a copy of uh, David Horowitz's book. It's a brand-new book. It's a best-selling book, and it's called Final Battle. He warns of the deep state efforts to top Trump. You can read about them. They're happening right now in real time, by the way. You can get a copy of the book, by the way. Just check out the free offer from Newsmax. Save 30 bucks. Go to the website. Write this down, okay? FinalBattle611.com. FinalBattle611.com. Get a free copy of the book. Guys, it will arm you for what's going on and what is to come. We have to make this fail. We have to make the deep state fail. Because if they continue to do what they do, they'll ruin it. They will destroy everything. I don't say that just to be saying it. I've never felt this way before, but I see it. And I know it. Let's go to uh, Randall in Pacific Grove. Been waiting wants to talk today. Randall, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Thank you. Yeah, I don't want anybody to forget this. Okay, Joe Biden. He's going to take Donald Trump behind the barn and beat him up. Maxine Waters. I'll take Trump out tonight. Nancy Pelosi, I'll punch him out. And no guards ordered. She turned it down. Chuck Schumer, I'm going to unleash the whirlwind. Kamaya Harris, they'll never stop. And they shouldn't stop. And then we got Madonna, who said she fantasizes about blowing up the White House, even though it looks like she blew up her own face. 
Uh, and then, there, yeah, and I think maybe the bombs are those implants down below. But uh, Ooh, then you got the red griffin, got the red yeah. griffin saying, carrying around ahead of Donald Trump. So I don't want anybody to forget this stuff because sometimes, yep. you know, the current stuff. Sometimes you forget the pointed stuff. Okay, and we gotta we gotta stay on the pointed stuff. Don't ever forget what these people said because would you rather? You tell me, Rob. Would you rather have them running everything? Would you rather have Trump? You know, to make and I'll just choice. say. I'll just say there is no choice. We cannot choose mm-hmm. to to be uh, continue this path down the uh, leftward trajectory of the country. Oh yeah, I got word for that crazy Cajun dude or whatever he called himself. Arville, yeah, Arville. yeah, Arville. James Gargoyle. Okay, <laughs> All, right. All right, all right, dude. Talk to you later. Bye. So you know, it's pretty interesting. Um, Joe Biden doesn't do any public appearances unless he's in front of a sycophantic union crowd. A fluffed union crowd. Did you notice that? Donald Trump goes to a a UFC fight the other night, and he had thousands of people doing a standing ovation because people know that the government is weaponized against him and his supporters. Everybody gets it. And the government is also weaponized to prevent Democrats, particularly the, uh, the Biden family, from being indicted for absolute corruption. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. But here's what would happen if Joe Biden decided to go out in front of a public audience. This is Justin Trudeau. I'm going to call him Justin Trudeau from now on because he's just like Joe Biden. Everything he touches, he turns to crap. So Justin Trudeau, the the, uh, the premier of Canada who uh, destroyed the peaceful truckers movement to protest COVID lockdowns uh, and went after the people who partook in it by going after their bank records and shutting down their bank accounts, among other things. Here is Justin Trudeau speaking publicly for the first time uh, to a nonpartisan crowd. And here's what happened. <laughs> Yeah, not going to end very well for Justin Trudeau. I'm going to tell you that right now. And that's the feeling that's happening here. That's the feeling that's happening in France. That's the feeling that's happening in Great Britain because this this Maoist revolution is in all of those places, all the same talking points, all the same nonsense, and people are done with it. And the world has led us. Canada did the trucker strike. Uh, 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 France was the first uh, place that had a million people protesting COVID protocols. We're following suit, and we've got the First Amendment. It, you know, it's just ridiculous. It really is. It's just, just ridiculous. I want to mention one other thing on the Sound of Freedom movie that I did see, and I would recommend you uh, seeing. Sound of Freedom, low-budget movie, is blowing up. It has made 80, 80 plus million dollars, $83 million, by the way, Sound of Freedom. And uh, Eduardo Verstegui, he is the uh, producer of the movie. Uh, he told Fox that uh, the people's movie has, uh, has soared to the top of the box office. He says, all the experts in Hollywood tell us that this is not a good film for them, that nobody will go see this film, he said, uh, of the years-long struggle to get the thriller onto big screens. He said, he then said how good it feels to defy Hollywood critics and succeed where they predicted his failure. He said, listen to this. Listen to this. After praying to God for a miracle to happen for this film, please send an angel to rescue this film. 
Angel Studios rescued his film. And because of them, millions of people are seeing these film, this film. More than five people showed up in, five billion people showed up in theaters. I can't believe this is happening. I feel like I am dreaming. This is the American dream. I'm holding the dream right now. It's all glory to God. This is a miracle. Which side of history do you want to be on? Which side of history do you want to be on? I want to be on the side of good. I want to be the people who rescue the people from the camps, not put them there. And then you got John Kirby. He's a mouthy little fop. He's not even a fop. He's just a he's just a mousy little man. Uh, he is uh, you know he looks kind of honest, kind of trustworthy, but he is he is just as filthy and and scummy as anybody in Washington D.C. And he says, listen, to this they're trying to the Republicans are trying to usher in and usher out the uh, the idiotic woke nonsense that's taken hold in the DOD that has caused so many people to say, you know what, I don't want to sign up for the military. We're done with this crap. And and he literally. He, he had a he had a uh, an answer locked and loaded about abortion. How important abortion is to military readiness. Readiness. So I guess the new mantra for the military should be: you can't kill the enemy till you kill that baby. Yeah, that's what it should be. But here is here is John Kirby talking about the military that he envisions that most Americans, ninety plus percent of Americans, are saying, "Oh hell no!" You sign up and you make that contract. You have every right to expect that the organization, in this case the military, is going to take care of you, and they're going to take care of your families, and they're going to make sure that you can serve with... Is this why um, Joe Biden's administration literally online told military members how to get food stamps? Yeah, there's that. Dignity and respect, no matter who you are or who you love, uh, or uh, or how you worship or don't. And, um, and our... This is moral relativism. It's a sign of a really, really weak mind. Policies, whether they're diversity, inclusion, and equity. Which is being run out of corporations everywhere because it's a massive failure. Whether they're about transgender individuals who qualify physically and mentally to serve to be able to do it. Uh, really? Mentally? Really? With dignity. Or whether it's about female service members, one in five. Now, this is about the abortion thing. This is about abortion, right? And if the Democrats are so down with abortion, why can't they say the word abortion? Female family members being able to count on the kinds of health care and reproductive care specifically that they need. Oh, it's the health care and reproductive care that they need. Uh, it's kind of like equating a breast examination, a mammogram, and a pap smear uh, to killing the baby. To serve. Uh, that is a foundational, sacred obligation of military leaders across the river. And that is a Stalinistic cover-up of the actual truth by an agent of the federal government who skews wicked way left. Let's talk about Massachusetts, shall we? I'm John Kerry, reporting for deportation duty. Well, I went to Martha's Vineyard to hang with my liberal friends. I've never been there. To my surprise, it was overrun by illegal aliens. I'd go to Branson a hundred times. It's okay for illegals. Before I'd go there. To invade your hometown. But as hypocrites at Martha's Vineyard, we don't, we don't want them around. No illegals. But it's all right now. Da, 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 they were da. hauled off to Cape Cod. Da, 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 da. 
liberal concern for illegals. It's a, it's a big facade. Yes, it's all right now. The National Guard was sent. Our fake concern, I wonder, wonder where it went. It's kind of funny. Uh, Massachusetts officials now asking residents, Jim Gossett, by the way, the great, the great, the incomparable Jim Gossett, jimgossettcomedy.com, two S's, two T's. Massachusetts officials now asking residents <laughs> to, to take in border crossers and illegal aliens into their home as illegal migration continues to add to the state's homeless population. Governor Mara, she's Mara, Mara, hello, Mara, she's the governor of Massachusetts, is calling on residents with empty bedrooms in their homes and apartments to consider taking in border crossers and illegals. Massachusetts, they're seeking, they, but, but they don't want them in the, uh, in the fancy places in Massachusetts. Did you hear that? Yeah. Uh, Na- uh, Mara. Mara is sparing millionaire destinations from being forced to absorb the growing number of illegal aliens who are living off the state's taxpayers in motels. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, basically, they're releasing a list of 28 cities and towns where it's spending millions on hotels and motels for thousands of, of illegals, and none of them, none of them are illegal. In the uh, like Martha's Vineyard and some of the wealthy areas of uh, of uh, Massachusetts, and isn't this just what the left does? They say they're sanctuary cities and all of this, and then they don't want those brown people near them. So the illegals are not being sent to millionaire destinations like Cambridge, Brookline, Newton, Martha's Vineyard, and of course Nantucket. I knew a man from there. Also Chatham, Samp Swampscott, Newburyport, Well. Dover, Sherbourne, Amherst. Yeah, none of those places. Just the places like, you know, where I grew up in southwest Iowa. The people that uh, don't have any money there and scrape by trying to buy groceries. You know, typical elitism associated with Massachusetts. Uh, let's go to George real quick in Townsend, Maryland. George, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Go ahead. Hey, hey Rob. Um, this John Kirby is a phenomenal liar, but that's what he's paid to do. Otherwise, oh, yeah. he doesn't have a job. He's phenomenal. But to touch on this pedophilia thing, when you connect the dots between Democrats and pedophilia, they get all huffy and push back. But why, since they love to control the language, would they come up with a cute term for it, which is MAP, minor attracted people, yeah. person? So why would you come up with that term if you're against it? But well, the same reason, the same reason that they call the mutilation and destruction of a baby uh, a, a choice. That's why they call. That's why they call uh, abortion health care. When I first saw the log from the Epstein flights, it was the names I recognized were all Democrats on there. Every one of them. Yeah. This is uh, this, this is tied to the Democrat Party, and I've seen plenty of not plenty, but I've seen maybe three videos of leftists trying to normalize pedophilia. I'm not sure if it was a TED talk or something in that vein, yeah. but. This is the left. Is it a surprise? Is, is it a surprise? That, George, George, isn't this, is it a surprise that the same party that is ushering the sexuality and the sexualization of children into schools, and there's no doubt about that, when you're teaching a second grader about butt sex, sorry, I hate to be, you know, but honestly, they're doing that. They're teaching children that crap. I could, you know what? There are books, George, there are books that Barack Obama supports. I can't read on the air. I would be I fired, but but they're know, in children's libraries. So nonsense, George. Call out the nonsense and rage against the machine, bro. I got to take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show. 
Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. The one thing the America-hating left and Democrats didn't expect. Unlike them, we don't hate America. We are finally putting America first. It's the Rob Carson Show. So special counsel Jack Smith is uh, going to indict Donald Trump again because tomorrow IRS uh, whistleblowers are, are, are testifying in Congress. And next week, one of uh, uh, Hunter Biden's business associates will do the same thing. There's a pattern of behavior. Every time they're trying to wag the dog with the DOJ while trying to knock Donald Trump out of contention for president. And I'm going to tell you, about 100 million people are going to say uh, no to this. This is uh, CNN this morning. Jack, uh, was, uh, Jack Smith was in getting a, a subway sandwich and he refused to comment jack smith can't resist a five dollar footlong that's according to what we see right there yeah you can't even get a six inch for five dollars thanks joe biden do an exclusive cnn video of the special counsel at subway declining though to respond to reporters questions about today's big news a target letter sent to yeah he's a third world banana republic political prosecutor and uh, matt gates says that he is introducing legislation to defund jack smith's witch hunt against donald trump we'll see if that works out but uh i think we're about done with this nonsense um it's palpable. People are angry. It's palpable. They're tired of the abuse. They're tired of the abuse of not only Donald Trump. Because uh, Trump supporters know <clears throat> when they attack Donald Trump, they're attacking us. MAGA fascists and enemies of democracy. Deplorables, right? We're deplorables, right? We're deniers. We're conspiracy theorists. This is uh, pretty sick. I want you to listen to how racist the Democrat Party is. And this is, gonna, this is going to shock you. Uh, first and foremost, there is uh, Democrats sparking fury by comparing Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas to the pro-slavery Uncle Tom Hinchman in Django Unchained. This is the new, this is the new uh, idiotic comparison. They're trying to compare uh, Clarence Thomas or any black who speaks uh, out uh, against the Democrat Party. It, they are immediately Samuel L. Jackson's character, Stephen from uh, from Django. Here's Keith Ellison, the uh, the. D.O. or the the, uh, AG of the state of Minnesota, uh, once again saying, uh, you know, that saying the most racist thing someone could say about an accomplished jurist. Well, Clarence Thomas, um, anybody who's watched the movie Django, just watch Stephen and you see Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas is a, has decided that his best personal interests. Is siding unbelievable? How about we have a debate intellectually, you jackass, before you say something as patently absurd and offensive as that? <clears throat> Georgia State Representative Misha Maynard, you've heard about her. She's awesome. Reportedly receiving a flood of hate messages after defecting from the Democrat Party. Now here she is in her statement when she took office, talking about the Democrat Party. I'm State Representative Misha Maynard, and recently I found myself in the crosshairs of my Democratic caucus. In the Georgia House of Representatives, 
I represent a solidly blue and highly diverse district. And I have never hesitated and will never hesitate to vote for the best interests of the communities I represent over party politics. I support school choice, parent rights, and opportunities for children to thrive especially those that are marginalized and attend a failing school. Yeah. Now, what has the Democrat, uh, uh, what has the Democrat Party done for, for particularly kids of color in districts like hers? Well, I don't know. Why don't you look at Baltimore, Chicago, St. Louis, Gary. I mean, look at the, the population centers run by Democrats and the public schools there. Illinois, 100-plus schools, graduating kids particularly most of them, black kids, Hispanic kids, not being able to read, not being able to write. That's the Democrat Party. When you hear the reaction to State Representative Misha Maynard leaving the Democrat Party because she's tired of the disgusting politics of the Democrat Party, you are going to be blown away. It is evil. And, by the way, Pramila Jayapal walking back seriously anti-Semitic remarks. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Here's to a record-setting president. Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's The Rob Carson Show. Coming up, I've got the uh, reaction from Democrats to uh, Misha Maynard's departure from the Democrat Party for being morally and intellectually bankrupt. I'm talking about the party. I've been saying the Democrat Party is morally and intellectually bankrupt for about, uh, well, at least 20, 25 years. And now they've just gone off the deep end into uh, just uh, satanic. I mean, honestly. Honestly, how else would you uh, describe uh, teaching sex and sexuality of children? Uh, why, how else would you describe allowing 120,000 people a year to die in the United States of overdoses? Now we're doing 10,000 a month with an open border. Uh, it's just honestly, it's overwhelming. We find out this morning that <clears throat> it looks like Jack Smith is going to indict Donald Trump for the third time since leaving office. Joining us on the Newsmax hotline, Representative Tim Burkett from Tennessee, uh, member of the House Overnight Oversight Committee, and he's uh, he's joining us. Hello, sir, and welcome to the show. Thanks for finding the time today. Yes, sir. It's actually Burchett. Burchett, I apologize. I apologize for for that, yeah. sir. Yeah. Uh, you you can call me Rob Carson if you'd like. If it, it was if it's better. All right, we're good, huh? Rob. Andrew. So, we're good, bro. how are you feeling about this this uh, impending, I guess, indictment before the uh, what the the appearance in front of Congress by two IRS whistleblowers, one previously unnamed, and next week a Hunter Biden business associate appear it before Congress? Do you suppose they're related? Well, they'd have to be. This whole thing stinks. This has just been this administration. I mean, the Hunter's laptop, the cocaine, the the hookers, the over twenty million, maybe forty million dollars flowed into the Biden crime family that the Justice Department doesn't want to look at. You know, this whole thing is a sham. This country knows it, and every time they they pop Trump, his numbers go up. I, I don't know what they're their goal is here other than to elect him because the American public is fed up with it. 
I got to ask you this because um, uh, people are telling me this morning, they're calling me this morning, and they said, you know, we keep hearing from people like Jim Jordan, they're going to defund this, they're going to defund that. Yeah. I haven't seen anything defunded. I haven't seen Jack Smith. Now, this morning, Matt Gates, and respect Matt Gates, I respect him, I respect you, I respect mostly Jim Jordan, but uh, but I will tell you, uh, when is defunding going to happen? Or are we just are we just trying to get some points, getting a soundbite, and nothing's going to happen? That's a great question. I've got several amendments drawn up to do some of that, and I would hope some of my other colleagues would, but it's going to take somebody in leadership to push it. Um, and I, and I, that is at the top of my agenda. And I know uh, Jordan and Gates as well have, have publicly stated it, so I would hope that we will get to some of that. I, I think what we're going to do is get more information, though, especially on this latest deal with Trump. I mean, it's very obvious what they're doing this this White House is all about the diversion, and that's all they ever do. Um, they just divert. I don't know what the cocaine in the White House was diverting us from, but it <laughs> it, it took it took us off the you know whoever was what it was. No, you, you know what it was. It was it was to uh, <clears throat> it was to prevent uh, the the plea deal for for Hunter Biden from actually happening, uh, because yeah. it would it would uh, because it would mean that he could end up going to jail. That's the that's what I think anyway, uh, Congressman. Um, but you know, I want to ask you this. You know, it took uh, no time at all for Donald Trump to be impeached. There was no evidence that he had done anything. Right now, you've got reams and volumes of evidence. They had a kangaroo court with no defense presented by the Congressman Donald Trump about Donald Trump in January the 6th. Why can't you impeach Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas or, or you know, it, well, I guess those two Fauci's out of office. But why, why can't you do that when it took them a month to do it to Donald Trump when he became president? No reason whatsoever. We got to get some guts. We've got to push our leadership, and we've got to push the members. I don't know that we've got the votes to do all that right now. Well, they better. Get, I'm telling you, can you feel it? Can you feel? Oh, yeah. What I mean, people I, are feeling, sir? Brother, I live in Tennessee. I don't. I don't go anywhere. That's the first question. When you're going to impeach them? But you got to realize when you impeach them, it doesn't necessarily mean they're kicked out of office. I mean, they impeached Trump twice. Well, yeah, I know that. And, but don't, you know, and I think and the evidence is out there. I think what I'd like to see is more people in handcuffs. I think we need to push push this Justice Department uh, on on this. You, you were, we're talking $20 million that the Biden crime family has not paid taxes on. Yeah. But we're gonna, you're going to hear some tomorrow of the explosive nature of this because you've got IRS agents who are specifically trained to go, to go after these type of folks, and then they're told to stand down, and if they don't, their jobs are threatened. That's what you're going to hear about tomorrow. So I think after tomorrow, it's going to be, um, I I think we're not going to left with any other choices but to start impeachment. I hope so, sir, because you know what? I I think that the American people, they they feel it. It's palpative. People know that the country is is on a razor's edge. They know 74% of Americans believe the country's going in the wrong direction. 66% believe that if Joe Biden is reelected, it'll be disastrous so well, we we what, got all this some of those people better get to the polls because that's why joe biden's in the white house you got 20 million so-called conservatives decided to stay home these people riding around no, with no. Their, their trump flags and 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 trashing biden you know they need to get their lazy butts to the polls dude you can't sir sir you cannot blame this on people not going to the polls you need to blame this on the irs for interfering with the hunter biden laptop well, you hey, need to, you need to blame to, this you need to blame this on election malfeasance by the democrats that's what i think put, if we put if we put 20 million more points on the board 
they couldn't have stole it. They couldn't have stole it. Twenty they, they, million people stayed home, and they and they were arrogant. These churches are full of people, and they sit there all smug, and then they don't go to the polls. You go to most churches, most conservative congregations, and forty percent of the people in there will not vote. And well, Representative, I, I, I am, and I all respect. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you because Donald Trump had more votes, ten million more than the previous time he was elected. So we'll, we'll agree to disagree on this. But but people are angry. They are sick of the uh, the the malfeasance and the the surveillance and the censorship. Let me ask you about that. Federal judge steps in and says that Joe Biden can, and his administration continue to work with social media to censor conservatives. Uh, we know that two uh, state AGs, Missouri and Louisiana, brought a suit. We found all of the instances of the federal government being involved in doing this. What is next for stopping the government from shutting down the First Amendment? Well, you've got a federal judge who said this is the most egregious violation of the First Amendment in the history of this country. So, you know, and that that's about enough that's all you really need i mean it's it's just completely out of control all over the board and and until we do something about it i don't know what that is other than cut off the money but then you cut off the money and then you've got no you've got no justice system anyway which we will question whether we have one now anyway so i think we've got a yeah again we've got to alert the voters and they uh, uh, you know we may be okay disregard the president but they stayed home on the state and local races as well. So let's let's address that. Let's get uh-huh. people to the polls and let's get mad and let's let's settle this thing at the polls. The way what what do you uh, what? Let me ask you this. I mean, getting to the polls is fine, but you saw that people got to the polls in Arizona. And if you don't believe that election was taken, then I I don't know what to say because you got sixty five percent of the voting machines in one county, the only county in America to do that. And and then uh, Katie Hobbs uh, taking the governorship. So what what is do you see us doing? Because clearly, <laughs> if you think our voting system is is uh, is uh, uh, on the up and up, and there's no election interference and theft, I mean, I don't know what planet you're living on. But what do you suppose we need to do to make sure that our elections are free and fair in 24? Well, in Tennessee, we made sure that we elected those people are that we put those people in our legislature that are going to do that again your local and, and state races just define these things the, the law is pretty clear on what can be done on elections and it has to be done through your 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 state your, your state officials that's where we're getting in trouble we allow these locals to do it and it's illegal for them to do it it violates federal law and nobody enforces the law so at the local and state level, we've got to have people in place to do just that. Let me ask you about the uh, state of uh, Tennessee. A lot of people are uh, opting to move to Tennessee. You don't have an income tax. Um, uh, what What about uh, Tennessee? Let me let me hear from you about you know. A lot of people are thinking maybe Florida. A lot of people are going to Texas. Uh, I know Tennessee. Tennessee's a beautiful state. Uh, why yeah, do you suppose more, more people are moving? More people are moving to Tennessee and not to uh, Florida or Texas. Well, we do not have an income tax. Tennessee's yeah. a right-to-work state. And oddly enough, most folks that speak with a northern accent are some of the most conservative people I've ever met because yeah. they know how it is in New York and New Jersey and Massachusetts, and they don't want it like that. They know how their states used to be, and Tennessee is how their states used to be. And so they move down, and they want to fight to keep it that way. And I like it. I like yeah. when they move yeah. down. It doesn't bother me one bit because they are as conservative as I am. 
and they don't like government or taxes any more than I do. And it's a it's a great place to be. At the you know we have three seasons and um, and it's just a wonderful wonderful place to be. It is a good place. Let me um, ask you in the testimony that's going to happen at Capitol Hill tomorrow and next week. Are you involved in in yes. either of those? We'll be asking questions. Okay, good. Yes, and, yes, sir. Oh, absolutely about the um, the whistleblower. I'm concerned about the money trail. I'm concerned about the retribution that these IRS because see these aren't just rank and file IRS agents. These are some of the more specialized people, the best of the best, and they are called in there on special cases. When there's usually it's um it's high dollar and there's a lot of uh, of um, money laundering and things like that, and they know how to leave no stone unturned, and they did or attempted to do just that, and they were forced not to do that, and they've come forward very brave bravely on their very brave on their part, but. You know, we've got to ensure that they that first they get to the committee, and second that they that they testify. We've got one fella um, uh, that that you know we don't know we, his name won't be discussed till tomorrow, just because mm-hmm. of that of that situation, and that's going to be huge. I think that'll be the biggest show in town. Now you, you're 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 un- unveiling a lot of uh, I guess you, what we consider illegality. What happens about holding the people who are responsible for this accountable? What about people at the DOJ who who uh, did not uh, follow through on what they were supposed to do, or people at the IRS who covered for what? What sort of uh, who's going to take action against those individuals to make sure that they are criminally prosecuted for covering up stories, covering up things, work colluding with the DOJ to prevent uh, the the first family from being investigated etc is there going to be some sort of legal recourse and who would do that well of course it's always going to be the justice department very corrupt but i think we expose this in the court of public opinion that they will be left with no and i think you're going to see democrats start pulling off too and then you you won't have the cover that you had surely at some point they're going to have an ounce of decency and say this is corruption we can't stand for it we need to get rid of it at some point i think the public's going to start demanding it that's when it will happen. When the public starts demanding it, then then we'll see some kind of change. But until then, you know, we've got a corrupt Justice Department. We've got an FBI that's that's uh, been compromised, top to bottom. I mean, not not bottom. Sorry, at the top. And um, and and that's that's where the real rub is because we're, you know, we we how much more evidence does this these folks need before they do? Really something? And that's they, they pull it. They say we're in the middle of an investigation. We can't discuss it. So. We're gonna nonsense. To paint. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna you know what? I wish I wish I would have had that excuse as a kid when my mom found that I got in the cookies. I'd say, you know what? We are we're under investigation right now. We'll get to the answers as soon as we can. You think my mom would accept that very well? I don't think so. Uh, Tim Burchett, wow. I, I appreciate your time. One more question. You you and this is kind of off the this whole uh, UAP thing, the UFOs, and the amount yep. of uh, gu- what what what's going on with that? Are we going to find out some things that shake us to the core as far as being visited from other planets? Because I believe it's it's wholly possible, by the way. But what what's going on there? Well, it's a cover up from day one. And I, I and I'll give you an example. I proposed an amendment today, and I was hoodooed on it. The intelligence committee or community, whichever it is, um, basically killed my amendment that said that if um, you know to disclose what was going on with the we because we have uh, we uncovered information that that commercial pilots will have sightings and they'll have visual and they'll have uh, recordings of, of UFOs and now um, of course 
the Pentagon says they don't exist, but then they block every amendment to try to expose <laughs> it. I just, all, I, all I want is transparency. The Pentagon is corrupt. They want more money. Do not give them another dime. Just release the files. I just want transparency is all I want. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, I, I actually believe there's some truth to UFO visiting, but not Bigfoot. I think, however, though, Bigfoot was elected senator in Pennsylvania. Uh, he doesn't speak very well, and he's big. I think they shaved Bigfoot and called him John Fetterman. Yeah, I, and he wears, I, 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 wears Carhartt, um, he wears Carhartt hoodies to, to yeah. form a yeah. event. Yes, exactly. All right, my friend. Thank you for joining me. <clears throat> I do appreciate it. Representative Tim Burchett from uh, Tennessee. God bless, brother, and good luck in the hearings tomorrow. You got it. Get them. All right. Bye. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. In the 60s, we had LBJ. Now we have FJB. It's The Rob Carson Show. I want to thank uh, Representative Tim Burchett for joining me on the show. I wholeheartedly disagree with his line about uh, Republican voters not coming out in 2020. That's nonsense. Uh, so, I, you know, we, we disagree on opinion. I will tell you uh, there's more than enough evidence to suggest that all of the voting that Democrats or uh, Republicans were doing was negated by uh, the FBI involvement, the 2020 election, the 2016 election. I can go on and on. I'm not going to rehash it. But for him to blame it on Republican voters for not getting out to vote is, is uh, I, I disagree. Disagree, disagree. So I had mentioned uh, Misha Maynard is uh, re- receiving a flood of hate for changing uh, from the Democrat Party. I wanted you to hear these messages from Democrats uh, online and whatnot to her. And I want you to understand how filthy and awful uh, the Democrat Party is. You know, there was the walkaway movement, and Brandon Straka started. There were 500,000 people on Facebook shared their stories of leaving the Democrat Party because the Democrat Party is evil. And uh, Facebook made him disappear. 500,000 stories gone. And uh, that's what the Democrat Party, they're trying to keep black people on the plantation, the the thought plantation. I started saying this when Hillary Clinton said that that, uh, uh, Republicans tried to keep Democrats on the thought, or black people on on the plantation. I realized that was just projection. One message online said to her, uh, uh, Maynard, to Misha Maynard, up to the word inward by just following blindly, and she is the stain on society that needs to be flushed. The person then called her an Uncle Tom B word. Another message called Maynard a dumb bleep Aunt Jemima, mother effing traitor, and a self-hating black negress B word. Yeah. One message called Maynard an N-word, B-word, who needs to get back on the plantation. See, I was right. Back on the plantation. The Democrat thought plantation. There you go. Another message called Maynard a monkey B-word and a party traitor. This is your Democrat party, man. They don't want free thinking. No, 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 no. Just just ask, um, well, if you could have asked uh, Malcolm X the same thing, he would have said the same thing about the Democrat party. He did. One person said Maynard needs to be put in a camp to re-educate and de-inwardify you because she's a MAGA slave. Isn't that nice? I mean, this is this is the worst stuff. I've, I, I don't know what kind of person says this. I, I, who says this? Another person told Maynard she doesn't belong in government. You d- Listen, you belong in a field picking cotton or in my kitchen cooking and cleaning my floor. The person also called her a stupa, stupid Jabba the hut looking person. I can't say that. And then another person just said Maynard needs to kill herself. 
Welcome to the Republican Party, the party that was created to end slavery. Thank you for joining. Support her 1,000%. 1,000%. I did write this on Twitter, and if you want to follow me on social media, please do it. Rob Carson Show. <clears throat> also on uh, Getter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, yeah, whatever. Uh, Jack Smith and Democrats want to start a civil war. I wish I were kidding. I used to think they would stop short of a civil war to prevent a Trump second term. Now I know they're all in. Stay calm. We will win. Justice will prevail. Evil will be defeated. I do. I do. 74% of us believe the country's headed in the wrong direction. We can come together to save her. Let's uh, wrap things up, shall we? Back in just one second. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. There's going to be a lot of news coming out about Jack Smith today and testimony before Congress tomorrow by IRS agents. Stay calm. We're going to win. Don't catch the stupid. I'll see you tomorrow.